Thousands of doors that Jannah has, those doors, a person requires the keys. The keys of all the doors of Jannah. And we find there's another hadith where Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned within Jannah there are specific doors. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow those servants to fulfill ibadat, praying to Allah. They fulfill the haq of those ibadat. Person expels nafal roza. Apart from the farz roza, he also used to always fast during his life. Nafal fast on the day of Qiyamah, he will be called by the angels from the door of roza. There will be a certain door, the door of salah. The person was punctual on his salah. The faraiz in the masjid with jamaat. Over and above that, he ensured that he fulfilled the sunnah of Rasulullah. That will be other salah, sunnah after the salah, in the iraq. This person carried it out during his life. This goal, his object, was very, very punctual, performing the salah, and so he excelled in this department of deen. Then this person will be called from the door of salah. And so the day of award, the day of judgment, will be in full view of all the creations from Adam alayhi salam to the last ummati of Nabi alayhi salam. Everybody will be there. The award day, the people will be honored by Allah, high positions of Jannah. Someone is called from the doors of Rosa. Someone is called from the doors of Salah. Someone is called from the doors of Jihad. Someone is called from the doors of Nafal Charity. He the Zakat, but over and above the Zakat, he was also very punctual in assisting the poor, the needy, the destitute, the orphans, the widows. Spend upon his family, spend upon the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was called out from that door, the door of charity. Prophet Abu Bakr Siddiq mentioned to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he heard this hadith, O Nabi of Allah, what I understand, this will be a specific honor, a special grace from the side of Allah to those servants who excelled in certain departments of the person who excelled in this department. His name is being called from this door. Another person excelled in another department. His name is being called from another door. Abu Bakr Siddiq, O Nabi of Allah, will there be any servant of Allah who excelled in a department of this? Every door from the doors of Jannah will be calling out his name. Door, the angels at every door will be calling out. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam and say, O Abu Bakr Siddiq, that will be you. Every aspect of Deen of Islam was alive in Abu Bakr Siddiq, O Nabi 100%. And that fikr and concern for the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu that how deen can come alive 100% was Abu Bakr Siddiq. On one occasion, Nabi Ali Sallallahu Alaihi was among the Sahaba and he asked the question, which person among you attended a janazah today? Abu Bakr Siddiq said, O Nabi of Allah, yes. Which person of you is fasting today? Which person of you will give us some charity? Abu Bakr said, which person has taken some mihman home and fed him? Abu Bakr said, Nabi Ali Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned, the one who has all these qualities, Jannah is here. The first law of Jannah, such a person is a Jannah. While walking in this world, as though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decided person is a On one hand we find that there are specific ahadith mentioning certain the special doors The doors of jihad, the doors of roza, the doors of nafal charity, the doors of salah And these doors have keys, those who excelled in these ibadat Allah ta'ala will honor them to enter from those doors on the day of Qiyam. But then the hadith mentioned that all the doors of Jannah, the keys to all the doors is iman The ulama mentioned that if a person has iman, he has to have iman in the, for the entire deen of Islam. The entire deen of Islam, a person has to have iman. Believe the entire deen of Islam, he'll be a believer. So every door of Jannah, the key of that door is first iman. And after that iman, then comes the righteous deed that is carried out. The deed will fetch value as iman. A person is performing salah, but is a Shia. His belief structure is flawed, is broken down. He does not believe the Quran in its entirety. 
being the book of Allah, he feels that no, the Quran has fucking para that he has the Quran. He's rejecting this verse, he's rejecting that verse, that the Sahaba all kafir. When this person's foundation of deen eroded, eroded, destroyed, with what edifice, what superstructure can be built on this? If he performs salah, if he gives zakat, if he makes roza also, he just goes for hajj and umrah, he can do anything. The iman, iman is not right. So the keys for all the doors of Jannah is first iman. After that iman, whatever be the person will carry out, then that will carry that reward according to the power of iman. That is why we know that if the Nabi of Allah whose iman is so powerful, our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi iman was so great, so greater than the iman of all the Anbiya. Knowledge was the greatest. Fazail and virtues were the greatest. The Nabi performs two rakats of nafal salah and the entire ummah performs all their salah. The two rakats of that Nabi compared to all the salah of the ummah, the Nabi's two rakats would outweigh on the right. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah Paak will be granting positions of Jannah, of honor, according to the status of that Iman. Whatever good deeds a person will do after that, that according to the status of the Iman, how powerful and strong that Iman is, the deed he carries out, will fetch in that reward. One hadith it is mentioned, Nabi Ali Salatu mentioned on the day of Qiyamah, the servants of Allah will be present before Allah. And the good deeds that the person carried out throughout his life will come before Allah to intercede for the servant. His salah will come, his zakat will come, his roza will come, the charity he gave will come, all these things will come forward. If they would assume a form, they'll come before Allah and they say, oh Allah, I am the salah of this person. Accept my, accept my intercession on his behalf and usher him into Jannah today. Grant your special grace and blessing to him. Allah will say, ala khair, you are for goodness. But you will not be the criteria for my decision today. Move one side. You will reward according to the amount of salah you perform, but at a second level. When we find the zakat will come, Allah Pak will say to the zakat the same thing. The zakat will intercede. Allah will say, Innaka, you are upon goodness, but you will not be the criteria for one side. You will attend to you, so to say, will attend to you. After some while, the rewards will be given for the salah. The rewards will be given for the zakat. Then Rosa will come, then other charities. Allah Pak will address each deed accordingly. If you are not going to be the criteria for my decision today, the decision of success and failure today will be Islam, Iman. Then Islam will come forward. Islam of this person. The Iman of this person will come. And it will come before taking a form that, Oh Allah, Anta Salam wa Anal Islam. Oh Allah, you are Salam. You are that God that grants peace. Blessing, grace and goodness. And I am Islam. The deen of Islam in the heart of this person. And the iman now says, you are going to be the criteria for my criteria. That those who left you, I will take them to task. And those who held on to you, I will reward them today. Then accordingly, all the amal that a person carried out, proportion to the strength of that iman and Islam, he's going to be rewarded. Really, Salatu Salam mentioned in one hadith that if the iman of Abu Bakr is on one pan of the scale, and the other pan of the scale will be the iman of the entire ummah. Hazrat Umar, Hazrat Usman, Hazrat Ali, all the Sahaba, all the awliya, Abdul Qadir Jalani, all these great, great awliya, all ummah. Abu Bakr is iman one side, and the iman of the entire ummah on the other the side of the scale. And the family mentioned the Iman of Abu Bakr will outweigh the Iman of the entire Ummah. On one occasion, as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was with Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala and the Prophet was seated under the moonlit night. His Mubarak head was on the lap of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ana. They were looking at the, star, at the stars in the sky. Then Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ana mentioned the Nabi of Allah, look at the beautiful stars. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ana said, so many, you can't count them. Prophet mentioned that this will be like the Amal of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ana. Hazrat Aisha said, Abu Bakr, where's my father? Everybody knew Abu Bakr was first. All the amal of Abu Bakr, 
Special, special honor from the side of Allah to make khidmat. The most crucial time where the kuffar were out to kill and massacre Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam traveled throughout the journey from Makkah Mukarramah to Medina Munawara. Spend the time in the cave. He made khidmat at that time when there was nobody else. That one day I envy so much of Hazrat Abu Bakr. Umar is prepared to give his entire life earnings of good deeds of Islam to Abu Bakr to get that day. Get that, night. that was that night. And the day he says when Rasulullah passed away and there were a lot of irtidad among certain Arab lands and tribes, they were turning away from Islam. There were great challenges the Muslims faced at that time. With all the Sahaba on one side, they felt that the army of Usama bin Zayd should not be sent out in the part of Allah to fight against the Romans. Whereas the last thing Rasulullah said before he left the world, that's the army of Usama bin Zayd. Part of Allah. Abu Bakr was the only person he said, we have to fulfill what Muhammad Mustafa said. Hazrat Abu, Hazrat Umar, Hazrat Usman, and all the Sahaba. Abu Bakr Siddiq is the only man. He says, no, Rasulullah hukam will carry it out. If you don't come with me, I'll go alone. I don't fear, I don't worry, I don't care if you come with me or not. So when I was alone with Rasulullah in the cave, Allah Park revealed the verses, Allah ma'ana, Allah is with Rasulullah and Allah is with Abu Bakr. La tahzan, don't worry. Abu Bakr was very, very scared, very worried. He was not worried about his life, he was worried about the life of Rasulullah sallallahu He Abu Bakr, don't worry, it's only me and you, Allah is with us. Allah Pak sent Quran down, what the Nabi of Allah mentioned. The both companions were alone in the cave. Where Rasulullah told his friend, Abu Bakr Siddiq, La tahzan inna Allah ma'ana. Don't worry, Allah is with us. Abu Bakr said that I have Allah, the ma'iyat of Allah with me. And Allah bore testimony in the Quran that Allah is with Rasulullah and Allah is with Abu Bakr. If this whole army of Sahaba don't come, I will go out alone to fulfill what Rasulullah wanted. This was how Azad Abu Bakr Siddiq who honored the deen of Islam and he upheld every command of Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa On that occasion, the words that he mentioned will echo, will echo till the day of Qiyamah. In the hearts of believers who know it. He said that will deficiency and weakness enter deen? Will I allow weakness to enter into deen? And Abu Bakr is alive to see that. No, I won't allow it. Was it Umar says the whole life of Umar just for that one day and one night to sacrifice. Is this Islam, the deen of Islam, respected friends? And everything that is linked to Islam is part of the structure of Islam. This has been granted to us as a gift from the side of Allah. Allah Rabbul Izzat wants to see how many servants among this ummah will be there stand up to protect this deen of Islam in his life, the life of his wife, children, the life of his family, the life of will be there. That whatever good deeds you'll receive will be in proportion to the strength of that Islam and Iman. Look at Hazrat Umar. When Hazrat Abu Bakr told Hazrat Umar this year, he told the other Sahaba, if you don't, if you don't come with me, I'll go alone. Like Hazrat Umar at that time he told, Ya Khalifata Rasulullah, Urfuk, take it easy. Sahaba sent Hazrat Umar Abu Bakr, said, take it easy. There's a lot of challenges we're facing. Many groups have become murtad and they turned to apostate, came out of the fold of Islam. And we need to, we need to get things, normalize things within the house of Islam before we can attend to the outside enemy, the Romans. They don't send this army of Usama bin Zayd. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq was a thin man. How could he was small in size? Hazrat Umar was a big size, strong person. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq's imani power was very great. Umar in his chest. He says, Umar, 
In the days of ignorance before Islam, you are a very tyrant person. People feared you. Here comes the days of Islam, you became like a coward. You don't want to fulfill what Rasulullah wants us to do. Well, weakness ended. Abu Bakr is alive to see it. You don't have to go alone. Then he says that we all realized that the haq was with Abu Bakr. He said, don't worry. O Khalifa of Rasulullah we all with you. On that day, he saved the day. He saved Islam. Abu Bakr saved the whole of Islam on that day. Why? Because the command of Allah and Rasulullah was more important to him than his entire world. The test of Iman. The test of Islam. person should ask himself, how much of this deen of Islam, which is a true amanat in my hand, I am taking it like this amanat, I'm looking after it, and I'm upholding this amanat in the way Allah wants me to do it. If a person has 10 million rand, that's a very good, profitable deal, profitable deal, he's got 10 million with him, or 100 million, whatever the figure may be. How he would look after that? We need to ask, is a, is a person looking after his Islam, like how he would look after the 10 million rand? How he won't show anybody, he would protect the most, most, the best of ways. He knows that, 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 that 10 million or 100 million means a lot to him. Here we find that this deen of Islam, which is the greatest favor, the greatest amanat that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted us. That our success in this world is dependent upon this Islam and upholding the commands of Islam. And our success in the life to come in Jannah also is dependent upon this Islam. In the Quran, Allah Park mentions, if you want to know about the success a person will be granted by Allah, if he, if he upholds Islam, the true sin, fulfilling the rights of Allah, fulfilling the rights of the servants of Allah, what will Allah give Allah Park himself says in the Quran, Majid, those who carry out righteous works, righteous deeds, whether male or female, and that good deeds has Iman with it. The good deeds, that Iman is the main thing. We will give this person a very, very a life of goodness in this world. A life of happiness, a life of barakah, a life of goodness in this world. And hereafter, you will reward him well for the good deeds he carries out. You want happiness, you want content, you want satisfaction, you want goodness and barakah in this life. Allah is saying that get that Iman right, get that Amal Salihah right. Look at it now, this is, the, this is the December period. Everybody goes crazy this time. We want to follow the ways of the Kufar. We also want to now drop our guard. We also want to loosen up, we want to go for holidays. We want to go here, we want to go there. The person forgives now. this, this ni'mat, this great favor, this great amanat. A person will intermingle with all, with the kuffar and go to the beaches. Now the kuffar are all there. The person will be there. It's not a place for a believer. Then you find maybe there are special sales that are taking place. Christmas sale. A mu'min, he also will have certain sales, Christmas sales. So now what is he doing? It's just in order to gain the wealth of the world, popularity, name and fame, to gain material, material, Goodness is sacrificing his deen, he's sacrificing his Islam. See the, 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 the Jews and Christians, this was the, the, the cause for the downfall. At the time of Rasulullah, the clan of Najran came to Medina Munawara to come and speak to Rasulullah for negotiation purposes. They don't, they don't want to accept Islam. They said, okay, we'll pay you so much blood money or so much of taxes in order for, for you to give us uh, safety. So, so Bani Najran came. So when they came, there was one alim among the Christians. His name was Abu Harisa bin Al-Qama. He was, he was regarded as the, the main uh, priest or pastor among them. His brother, Malik ibn Al-Qama, he was also present. So they came and they spoke to Rasulullah so Nabi Sallam gave them doubt. They didn't embrace Islam. And then they set out to go back home after they negotiated with Rasulullah They spoke to him. So as they're reaching home, this Abu Harisa bin Al-Qama, who was now the, the main pope or priest, pastor, whatever, he was on his conveyance and his conveyance slipped and he fell down. When he had fallen down, his brother was with him on his conveyance. Uh, Malik ibn Al-Qama, his brother, cursed Rasulullah Sallam, al That made that person, he 
cursed by Allah, the person of Medina Munawara al-Yazubillah. Allah says, cursed Rasulullah So his brother was a very, very big priest among them who had knowledge of the Bible, the Torah, and the past scriptures. Brother reprimanded him. Brother Abu Harisa, the priest, he reprimanded his brother for cursing Rasulullah. How dare you curse this person? Don't you know? He is the final prophet and messenger of Allah. Cursing him like this. So his brother was an ignorant person. His brother thought that they were on the right religion, Christianity. Nabi Sallallahu was on the wrong religion, so he is now siding with his brother. His brother fell down, so he is cursing Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because of this. When his brother, yeah. brother Malik ibn Al-Qama was an ignorant man till this point, he said, if you think that he is the of Allah, why are you not following him? He is, the, he is the true messenger of Allah, predicted, prophesied, mentioned in the scriptures. And you are going to negotiate with him how much of uh, taxes will pay, but you don't want to embrace his religion, you're know, stopping me from cursing him. But despite the fact that you know he is the messenger of Allah, what, 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 is, what is the thing that is stopping you from, from entering into his, his way, embracing his religion? Abu Harisa, the priest, he told his brother, see why we can't embrace us, are showing us a sort of honor. They're taking us to be the main priest, the pope, the big people. And they are conferring so many gifts upon us, so much of wealth, so much of gifts. In. If we have to say that now he is the true messenger, we want to become Muslim, we lose all this money. All this. The name, the fame, the wealth, we lose all this. We just have to play it and carry on through the world. When his brother heard this, his brother was in the head too. Since within his heart or consciousness, that consciousness was there. He said, no, he jumped on his convey and went to Medina Munawara. Yeah, his brother comes to Medina Munawara and he accepts Islam, but his brother who had all the knowledge died on Kufar. The respective friends, Allah Pak is going to test us. And the test is going to come in different ways. We, we claim to be lovers of Allah, lovers of Rasulullah, we claim to be Muslim. But how much of the true Islam is really within us? Person to look, how, how much of Salah is in my life? Am I coming to the masjid to perform my five daily Salah? Or I'm only coming on the day of Jum'ah. The Rasulullah was so hurt when he saw that there were certain people not coming. These are the munafiqeen, the hypocrites. They were performing their salah within the home. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that I got the good mind of gathering a group of youth, getting some firewood, going to the homes of all those people who don't come to the masjid to perform salah and going, setting their homes alight. Imagine that Nabi who has sent rahmatan lil alameen as a mother for the entire world and so much of love and compassion he had for the ummah. How much of love? But that same Nabi is saying that I want to burn the homes of people not at all. In other words, he's trying to say there's fire in your houses. The Ummah is not coming on Hidayat. We're not seeing success. We're not seeing Islam rise and shine because the masjid is empty. We're not coming to the masjid. The light starts from the masjid. Then our children, our, the maktab system, sending our children to the maktab. Alhamdulillah, this masjid also, there's a maktab here. Mawlana Ibrahim mentioned that uh, those who wish to send and enroll the children in Makatib should contact him. Makatib here we have, Alhamdulillah. Person, this is now to bring deen alive. When a person looking at his clothing, clothing conforming to Islam. My appearance, to have the beard, pants above the ankles of the road. By aping the western way, by everybody, women and men together, like how the kuffar have it in their function. We showing that we are the way of Rasulullah We are from the way of Rasulullah. I feel honored, I feel happy I'm a Muslim. I will honor, I will honor my Islam and Allah will honor, I will honor this deen of Islam, Allah will. We find in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Nabi of Allah, he grew up in Makkah Mukarramah, 40 years. And the people of Makkah Mukarramah had 40 years to witness this Nabi grow up in their mind. They used to call him Al-Ameen, Al-Sadiq, the most truthful, the most trustworthy. They would entrust him with all their trust also. They didn't trust their people, they trusted him. They gave him everything. Every honor that they would show a person, they were prepared to show it to him. And it was the land that there was no stream, there were no rivers. There was, it was not even fertile for cultivation purposes. A desert land. 
But Allah Pak made that hidayat coming from this point and spread throughout the whole world. The Quraysh saw Rasulullah Sallam, they saw the golden era of Nubuat, the Quran being revealed on Rasulullah The family of Rasulullah the other Quraysh, they were so well. You see, they're not millionaires, they were billionaires. They had thousands and thousands of acres in Taif and the surrounding areas. What businesses they had. They trade caravans, they'd be going to Yemen, going to Sham, Syria, going to all these places. But when Allah Ta'ala granted them the ni'mat and favor of Islam, the favor of Quran, the favor of Kaaba, the favor of Rasulullah everything Allah granted them, they turned their backs against Allah and Rasulullah they tried to kill Rasulullah and Sahaba. Rasulullah Sahaba had to leave and go to Medina Munawara. The people of Medina Munawara, these people of Makkah were in honor, they were in wealth, they were in prosperity, they were in everything. The people of Medina Munawara, the Aus and the Hazrat, the two tribes of Ansar, they were in front of fight, they were in problem, they were in outward disgrace. They were in poverty, they didn't have anything. But when they saw Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they dispatched their jamaat to come and pledge allegiance on his hand. Jamaat come from Medina, Munwarat, Bayati, Aqaba, Ula, Aqaba, Isanya, the time of Hajj, group of Ansar come. Then they invite Rasulullah to their land, and they open their land, they open their hearts, they open their homes, they open their land. Allah Pak calls it the land of Iman, the land of Medina. The people of Makkah were in prosperity, they disobeyed Allah, Rasulullah, the ni'mat, they turned it to ingratitude. Allah took everything away. Abu Lahab, Abu Jal is dying. They're dying in disgrace. Abu Lahab, he opposed us to the whole life. There was, there was diseases came. Whole body full of salt. He lost all his wealth. His wife, he's still nobody going to come close him. They, they, like a log, they took him and threw him. Even the slaves didn't want to touch his body. They made one hole and threw him and The people of Makkah had everything, prosperity. Allah turned, took everything away. The people of Medina didn't have anything. They held on to Islam. Allah gave them everything. They became the Ansar of Rasulullah Sallallahu the Ansar of Allah. We're looking for happiness, Allah put it in Islam. We're looking for success, Allah put it in Islam. We look, but we the wealth of the world, worldly position. This is the test of the time. But how much of this Islam we are truly, truly bringing alive? Are we concerned? We're not concerned. The person in his own alam, his own world. Manakul Mark can strike at any time. We're worried about this country, that country. Yes, we should be worried. But are we also worried about our ourselves, our wives, our children? Worried about now conforming to Islam or not? Lapak says, Alam kufra. Didn't you see the people of Makkah Mukarramah, the favor Allah gave them? They turned that favor into ingratitude. kufra. They went to Jahannam, they took the people to Jahannam. Why? Islam was that greatest amanat and favor, but they took this favor and they turned it into ingratitude. We don't we, we don't want it. A person now try come to the mercy of success. How, how, how do you expect now Allah Pak to grace you and bless you? Allah gives me an Allah for total Islam in our lives. Allah says in the Quran, Ya Ladina Amnu, oh you believe, Udhulu fi silmi kafa, enter into Islam in totality.